Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show. I'm your host, Christine Innes. I'm super excited to have this wonderful man, Raj, come and join me all the way over from the States. And I just know that this conversation is going to be, it's, it's going to probably trigger a few people, but it's really going to show the depth of where someone sort of can go from and what childhood can do to where it can really bring you um, to such an enlightened state, but, you know, do a, such a wonderful transformation journey. So I'm super excited to have you. And I just want to say now, if I forget to later on to say, thank you so much for sharing your story. Cause I, you know, we've spoken before and you've shared, you know, quite a fair bit. So I just really want to say thank you in advance um, for your time and to, you know share your story with everyone today sure thanks for having me i'm super excited to uh, share my story and hopefully that'll motivate other people to uh, reach their goals and dreams yeah absolutely and i really love that you know i think you know you also being a speaker you know you're you know, sharing stories, I think really helps to connect people and really sort of gets them to sort of sit back and sort of assess and reevaluate sort of where they are in life and sort of, you know, the journey and pathways and decisions that you can make to take you somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. The people go through a lot of uh, um, trigger events, which uh, inspires a moment of truth and self-discovery. And uh, not a lot of people talk about that. And uh, I believe for all the successful people you see, all the speakers, writers, everyone have gone through some sort of adversity or some sort of uh, trigger event which inspired their feelings and their brought out their true nature, right? And I'm the same way as well. So yeah, uh, I had a lot of things which happened since my childhood, which brought me to who I am today, where I'm a tech career coach. I do, uh, I'm an international speaker and a writer as well. Mm. And like, I really love the fact that, you know, you're not afraid to speak about it because one of the things I teach my clients is that when you own your story, it really transforms you and you get the power back to yourself. Do you agree with that process? Like, did you find that that's what happened with you? Yeah. It's funny you ask because I actually grew up uh, as an introvert. And so let me just uh, take a step back so I can give you a couple of minutes, uh, uh, brief introduction about my childhood experiences and what triggered to uh, what, what I'm doing right now. And that'll probably help your audience understand me better. So I grew up in the southern part of India in a conservative middle-class family. And uh, I'm the younger of two kids. And since a young age, uh, I developed this inferiority complex where I wasn't good enough. That's because uh, my dad was super smart and my brother was a genius. And then there I was, the average kid who didn't, you know, was not that interested in academics, but I had other interests where I loved hanging out with people, playing sports, uh, trying to learn things and asking questions about things I don't know. And in uh, my culture where I come from, you generally don't ask questions because uh, they have set rules and standards and then you just follow it. And a lot of people grew up that way and live their lives that way. Right. But for me, I wanted to understand things, but this whole, uh, constantly being compared to my brother and my dad in terms of academic excellence and not being good enough and also being reprimanded to ask when I ask questions, it developed this whole, uh, uh, feeling of, uh, 
uh, self-doubt, I had anxiety, fear of rejection, and I was viewed as an outcast, and I kind of shut myself out from other people, right? So I was going through low so uh, low self-esteem, high self-doubt, and severe body image issues uh, because I food was my coping mechanism, and I used to eat to get rid of my feelings, but apparently I learned <laughs> learned that doesn't work. That doesn't work know that but the point is uh so i went through all those experiences and uh i was ridiculed for my weight and etc etc uh and my trigger event came uh during my second year of my undergrad where my parents and my brother they were deciding what's going to be the best path for me after i graduate and what work i need to do what uh, i need to study and after two hours of this endless conversation this whole, uh, this 20 years of feelings, depressed, uh, depression, anxiety, and uh, and, uh, and that rejection, it all bottled up and then it just exploded, right? The, that day, I uh, the Pandora box of feelings were opened up and I just uh, told them, you know what? Stop it. I'm, I'm enough. I matter. I know you don't feel that way, but I'm going to show you that I'm going to change my life and I'm going to carve my own path and carve my own identity. And that's where I declared power over my life, right? So fast forwarding back, to, fast forwarding to 2020 right now, I'm an international keynote speaker. I own my own tech career coaching business. I've inspired numerous people to help uh, to better their personal and career as well through my speaking, coaching and experiences, right? So all these things happened when I started sharing my life story because I saw that a lot of people have similar kinds of stories, but in a different context, but they're just afraid to share it. The more you share it, like what I'm doing right now, the more you feel that you are in control. You decide what you want to do with your life, right? And that's why I tell everyone that uh, if you have a story to share which you think could inspire other people share it and it's up to you why do you want to share but if it's going to make you feel better that's what you need to do it's a similar concept as a therapist right you start talking to a therapist and then you feel better right but when you keep doing it again and again trust me it builds the confidence in you and then it helps to inspire other people as well i couldn't agree more and you know when you share it, like you take that ownership back and you take ownership for your life. But in a, in a way, like, yes, you're inspiring other people, but I feel that you actually keep inspiring yourself. And it's like a reminder to yourself to say, well, look how far you've come. Look at what you've already overcome. So the next challenge or the next hurdle that you come across it doesn't feel so overwhelming because you've already progressed through all of this sort of, you know, turmoil in your life. So the next little bit is sort of like, oh yeah, that's easy enough to sort of get over because I've already overcome so much already. Right. And I, I say the same thing to my coaching clients as well. And even when I give big speeches, like I speak in front of thousands of people, I give keynote speeches and uh, my I actually wrote about this uh, speaking routine, which I follow on LinkedIn. Uh, you can check it out when you get a chance. But the point is, uh, the, about two hours before a talk, I actually stand in front of a mirror. And then I say the exact same words. I am enough. I matter. And then I'm going to do my best. I'm going to put in my best effort 
and whatever happens happens right mm -hmm. and you don't you shouldn't care about what other people are going to think about you what other people perceive who who you are you know you know who you are and you know what you're capable of so you just go there do your job and then as long as you put in the effort that's it you're not in control of the circumstances but you're in control of your actions so that's what i tell people Mm, that's so powerful and you know honestly i i love the fact that you know you're talking about doing those sort of affirmations and saying that because even when you um don't believe it by just simply saying it it changes the way you stand it changes the way that your brain is thinking and over time you're actually in a way tricking your brain to actually start to believe what you're speaking and uh, right like, affirmations are so powerful. Like it's one of the things that really changed my life. Like, you know, I would stand there and, you know, I had, you know, that Mingo voice going off in the, my head every single day on repeat. So I can completely relate um, to that as well. And, and you bring up this good point of mindset change that is so important uh, to do, right? Because people uh, have this, they form, this false identity, like how I did mm. to, for 20 years before I decided to change my life. And they let that define who you are. And that's where, that's why when I talk to my clients and other people at conferences, I tell them, say, so for example, my whole business is helping tech folks get, make six figure salaries. And I coach them to do that. Right. And how I do that, it's exactly what you said. First starts the mindset change where I tell them, if you think you're worth $50,000, then your actions and whatever you do is going to be reflecting the $50,000. Mm -hmm. If you think you can make 100000 or you're worth 500000 the actions and the things you do is going to reflect that person, right? Mm -hmm. That's 75 to 80% of the people I coach and people I've talked to. They started from a five-figure salary and now they're upper six figures, right? It's I don't do any magic. I just make them believe in themselves and of course i teach some strategies but the point is it all starts with the mind once you get the mind in control then you can have an action plan and then just keep proceeding further so Mm. I think there's an Oprah quote, and I'm not going to say it perfectly, but people can go and check it out, is that if you want a new um, like reality or a new way of life, you actually have to change the way you think. And it really is so important because you have to sort of shift everything in your life first of all, and sort of do like a reassessment and go, well, what are, how am I speaking to myself? You know, what am I actually projecting out there? Because that actually influences the way that you act and the way that, you know, you make decisions in your life because of those words that are coming out. Exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. And that's what made, helped me make the transition as well. Um, like, as I was saying, after the that trigger even happened during my second year of undergrad i declared uh you know that's when i declared power over my life and i i wanted to change a lot of things one was uh, i was an introvert as i was saying and i really wanted to be able to talk to people and not feel like like for example getting a nervous breakdown when even i talk to a girl right so i started believing in myself saying you know what everyone started from somewhere like when you come out from the womb, all babies cry, 
right? But what they learn is based on the external circumstances and what they, how they perceive the world, right? Everyone comes from that stage, right? No one magically became who they are. So similarly, I slowly started getting out of my comfort zone. And then I did a lot of things. Uh, some things, people that was crazy, some things, people that was inspiring, but whatever be the case, I thought those things were good for me. And that's what helped me make the transition from an introvert to who I am today. And from a person who always grew up overweight to being 50 pounds lighter right now, and also having mental health and stability and focus, which I didn't have before. All those things started with the mindset change and uh, believing in yourself. And I think we really do underplay the values of, you know, mindset. And I know a lot of people, they say, oh, it's a little bit of woo-woo, it's left field, you know, all that sort of stuff. But when you really look deep down into it, it really is about how you're perceiving yourself because if you don't perceive yourself as that sort of confident person, you don't perceive themselves as somebody who you even like, you're projecting that out to somebody else as well. And of course, then you're going to start going, oh, of course, they're not going to like me. I don't even like myself. So, you know, that's right. just, you know, one part of it. But did right. you feel that, you know, as you've, you know, sort of transformed your life, that you even started to then expand even on those different thoughts and sort of actually started thinking bigger? So I you know, in a way that we sort of look at it going, oh, okay, well, I like myself. And then you actually go into, well, I really love who I am. Or it's the fact that, yeah, you know, I can do this and go, and then you sort of amplify it even more and go, of course I can do that. It, you know, you really start to sort of even build more confidence um, within yourself. Yeah, definitely. So throughout my uh, transition, I had these small, small, small wins, which were big wins for me, which kind of, uh, made my brand, build my brand, build my business, right? So like a couple of examples I could give was uh, one thing I wanted to do was overcome my fear of speaking and then public speaking, right? <laughs> so for that, what I did was uh, in 2011, I uh, put, invested $3,000. I, I spent $3,000 of my own money to attend a software conference and my space is software. And uh, people thought it was crazy because uh, I don't know uh, uh, how much uh, your readers, your listeners know about uh, the software space, but, but when it comes to conferences, no one puts in their own money. Either the company sponsors you or you go in as a speaker where they waive the fees. But I decided to put in $3,000 of my own money because my company wasn't ready to sponsor me. But anywho, so I go to the conference, people thought it was crazy because I spent my own money. But there, I started seeing all these speakers uh, giving, uh, sharing their experiences on technology, leadership, etc. And then I thought, you know what? I've always been wanting to get out of my comfort zone. I should start speaking. So that was a trigger event, right? And then in 2012, I slowly started speaking in small, small meetups. And then in 2013, I, uh, after seven months of preparation and giving trial runs, 23 trial runs uh, across different groups of people to get feedback, I gave my first conference presentation. Mine was voted the best conference stock of the year. That kind of kickstarted my whole speaking career, right? That's a simple example where I did something and that was a small win and it catapulted to who, me becoming an international keynote speaker, right? 
And just a second example, which I could give was in terms of uh, my weight journey. So there was a lot of uh, experiences I had to go through. Uh, and in 2015, I was my heaviest, like I gained 50 pounds and I was the heaviest. I, I, uh, I wasn't in my best, uh, or great, I wasn't in a great place uh, in terms of mental health and physical health. So in January, on January 1st, 2016, I decided I am going to get healthy and lose weight. So within six months, I lost 50 pounds. And yeah, in the US, we say pounds. I think it's probably kilos there, but you can yeah. do the conversion though. <laughs> so the point is, uh, uh, I started, and I didn't do anything artificial. I uh, joined a wellness group. I started playing basketball, and then started running, and then started reading about nutrition, reading a lot of books, right? But what I'm trying to say is that small event of me being, uh, you know, not my best self and not fitting in the clothes. That was a trigger event which sparked my whole fitness journey. So right now I'm a wellness coach as well, which I didn't tell you. But the point is, uh, those are two simple examples of how small things which I decided to do made a drastic change in life because I've not become an international keynote speaker and a wellness coach if those two things didn't happen. So, And I love that. I think it's a really great reminder too because it's, you know, as we go back and we talked about, you know, owning your story, but it's also to appreciating those sort of moments that, you know, somebody could sit there and go, well, poor me, you know, and I call it have your little pity party, you know, sort of thing right, about right. yourself. But instead of that, you've sort of owned it and then you've used it then to be able to propel yourself into a different direction. And I really think that that is so powerful because it's all about a choice. And you had a choice back then of either saying, yes I understand and I'm not happy but I'm going to make a new decision and I'm going to actually make it a better decision and to be able to make that change in my life opposed to just sitting in there and going oh well it's not working for me and this is the best I can do and it's about allowing yourself going no I can do better and it sparks something inside of you to make that change Right. And uh, especially in, in our current circumstances, right, we are in the middle of a pandemic, which people we have, have never experienced before. And a, a, result, a consequence of the pandemic is there's mass layoffs, there's anxiety uh, in your job and job security. People wanted to want to make a career change or a life change, but they think COVID-19 is holding them, right? So that's what I tell people. And I'm going to be really frank. So life is a bitch, right? It's going to hit you when you least expect it. And right now we have, yes, we have COVID, but in 2008, we had a recession. Then we had 9-11 here. And then in the future, there's going to be some other things which happens, right? Things are going to happen. Circumstances are there. So you cannot control the circumstances, but you can control your actions during these circumstances, right? So for, for example, my business since January, I've had over $22,000 in loss already. I've lost $22,000. Like you said, I could be in, either in self-pity and then say, oh my God, why did this happen? Or think of this as a challenge and see what other things you could do. It makes you think out of the box. Uh, try to see what are the other ways you can impact people, right? So you just have to keep going. Life doesn't stop for anyone. Time doesn't stop for anyone. And there's always going to be obstacles, but you just need to keep pursuing your dreams, have your goals, 
have your vision and then keep going forward, keep going forward. And that's what I tell people. Don't let other circumstances control you. You control your actions in any circumstances. So uh, I could not have said that better because I, you know, I do I still allow, I'm just going to be like very honest with everyone. I still allow myself to have those pity parties, but I say, this is the time that I'm going to wallow in, you know, whatever it is. But then it allows me to go, you know what, I've had enough of this. I'm just moving forward. And it is, everyone has a choice and it is your actions. It is the way that you're making those decisions because the biggest thing that, you know, with this show and what I've heard from everybody that's come on there is that it's your decision. And it's those decisions of whether or not you look at it in a positive way or you use it as a lesson in life to be able to make it better and to sort of pivot, redirect or whichever way that you want to look at it. Or you can simply just stay stuck. And if you stay stuck, like you're not living because you're literally just staying in one position and thinking that there's nothing else out there for you. There's actually a saying which I remember right now and it's so apt to our current conversation. I mean, I may not be saying this right, but here how it goes. Happiness comes from good judgment. Good judgment comes through experience and experience comes through bad judgment. And in this context, circumstances which is causing you to make bad judgments, right? Mm. So that's the truth of life, right? And I also remember another saying, okay, Another thing you need to know about me is I'm a sucker for inspirational quotes. I have inspirational quotes all over my house, my office, <laughs> because whenever I'm down, I just look at it and it gets me inspired. So just another one was from John Lennon from the Beatles. He said, um, everything is going, will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. So those are things which are so true when you go through a lot of experiences. I know your story, you know my story. So when a lot of people like us go through experiences, uh, they could relate to that and then try to pivot. And of course, we are we have feelings. When you have money loss or you know whatever loss, you need to feel it, right? A big you, you need to make sure you feel it because that's another thing. You cannot be a robot and just keep moving on. But once you feel it, then you have to see. What next? What can I learn from this? What can I do better, right? How can I continue on my mission and my goals, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how you bring change and that's how you impact your life, your life and you impact other lives as well. Mm, Absolutely. Jay Shetty has one where he says that life is like up and down and it's sort of like your heartbeat and, you know, it's enjoying the good times, it's enjoying the bad times um, and learning from it because if you're flatlining, you're not living. And I think that everything that you just said is just such a perfect reminder, especially right in these times that, you know, we are faced in, you know, something that is, you know, we haven't experienced and a lot of people haven't experienced in their life or may not have experienced, um, I guess a change and it is how you react to that change. And that is what you can do. And if anybody takes anything away from this interview today, it's about your, you're the one that's in control of how you react. And that's all that really, you know, should be what you're focusing on right now is how you're reacting to it. And at the same time, you should also remember to be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. You're human and shit happens and you cannot do anything about it. So and, 
and I'm sorry for my language, but I'm just telling it raw and how it's going to be because that's real life. And uh, be kind to yourself. It's okay if you... So the key is being kind to yourself. It's okay if you slip up once or twice or whatever times, but the key is getting back up in that same path. That is the key. The key is consistency. If you want to write a book, Yes, for three days, you don't feel like writing. It's okay, but then you need to st keep continuing to write. If you want to work out, it's okay. Two or three days, you know, you didn't feel like working out, but try to work out the next day. So the key is consistency. So be kind to yourself. Recognize, be mindful of what's happening, and then be consistent and go back on track, right? We are all humans. We are always going to be going off track. It's just we have to keep refocusing and... Uh, have some time for ourselves to think about what we're doing. We, we have to be constantly retrospecting in terms of what we do, whether it's bringing us value, whether it's just what I want to do. You could do it quarterly basis, however you want to, but it is really key to do that. Mm, absolutely. Like I, I just, I, as I said, I think everything that you said is just so relevant, especially in this time that we're all going through at the moment. But also anytime that you're faced with any challenge, like come back, watch this, because it's going to really get you thinking about, A, you know, how you're reacting, being kinder to yourself. But also, you know, I think it's sometimes that we, I say you have to ask those questions to yourself and, you know, be honest with yourself um, as well, because there's a lot of times when we can, you know, BS ourselves as much as, you know, we really want to. Um, but if you can really have those honest conversations with yourself and just sort of say, you know, hey, am I happy? Am I actually fulfilled in this, you know, with what I'm doing? Um, is this really my pathway that I want to follow? And, you know, similar to, you know, your story, like, I mean, you could have just gone down the, the normal traditional pathway, but you actually wanted to follow your own pathway and actually choose the decisions and, um, you know, the pathway that you wanted to go down opposed to just allowing everything to happen to you. Yeah. And you get only one life uh, and uh, you should be grateful for be for be like breathing to have a roof on your head and then have a family or it could be whatever, you should, but you should be grateful and you should recognize that. And tomorrow, if it's, or if today is going to be your last day, would you be fulfilled with what you're doing or is there anything you need to do? You don't have to wait till the last minute and circumstances to answer that question. You can do it right now. Take a paper and pen and then think about it. Write down all the things like in your bucket list, different things you want to achieve, right? Mm -hmm. And it's never too late to make a change because I realized all these things after the first 20 years of my childhood. And then I changed my life and people still, still can make a change. It's never late. So just think about all those things. Yeah, look, I'm in my 40s. So it took me until nearly reaching 40 for really the shit to hit the fan and pretty much me to actually go, you know what, this is just not working for me. So, I, you know, it's never too late. And, you know, people go, oh, I'm too old or I've got this or, you know, all of that. It's, it really, it never is because you've got, you know, as much time um, as you really do want and you just need to make it, um, you know, as fulfilling and, you know, as, a, as inspiring as you want it to be. 
Um, I wouldn't change anything that's happened in my past because it's made me the person that I exactly. am today. Um, I sometimes do go, oh, I wish it maybe it happened sooner because <laughs> I love life so much right now. I'm like, oh, my God, right. why did I wait so long? But um, all those things needed to happen at a particular time, obviously, for me to to get the little messages from the universe <laughs> to go, you know what, girl, this is not working now, for you. <laughs> everyone goes through adversities. All the people you know, uh, uh, Oprah, Jim Carrey, Nelson Mandela, Everyone has to go, been through adversity. Okay, again, I'm not saying that we are them. They're just amazing people. But what I'm trying to say is on a common, uh, from a common per, common point, from a uh, common perspective, everyone been through adversities, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how you learn. So it's okay if uh, bad things happen to you. Uh, hopefully you're able to recover physically and mentally. And once you do that, you can always make a change, right? For example, Jim Carrey, I don't know whether uh, you've heard of it. He actually uh, wrote a letter. Uh, his dad was super serious and Jim Carrey wanted to do comedy. And uh, his dad said, that's not never going to work out and it's not going to be a business for you or you're going to earn money. Apparently, either of these two things happened. You can check the facts after, but he either wrote a blank check for some amount of money, which he's going to make in 10 years, and then he opened that uh, letter, and of course, he had made exponentially greater amount than that, or he wrote a letter to himself saying he is going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gave a, you should see his uh, commencement speech he gave at a university. It was really inspiring. You could just YouTube it. But uh, yeah, the, bo- the bottom line is everyone goes through experiences and that's what makes them who they are today and now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I could talk to you all day because I think we've got so much in common, but also, I, as I said, I really do love and really do appreciate your story because I think it shows to people that, you know, that we can go through so much, but you, you know, it's your decisions, your choices that you make to how you want to transform your life. So thank you so much. But I always want to say, is there one thing, you know, a piece of advice or information that you would leave to our viewers today of that, if they're going through something, what is the one thing that, you know, could really help them right now? So if you're going through something, uh, what I could say is, Try still try to find your purpose and recognize that everyone has a gift. We are we are put on this earth to make a difference and make an impact, right? It's our responsibility to explore and find what that gift is. And through the journey, you're gonna face a lot of obstacles. It's okay, don't let that hinder your progress. You you have to find the purpose and meaning for why you are he- here on this earth and whether you're making an impact. So if you're going through really hard times, sorry about that, but uh, recognize it and see how you can find a life of purpose and how you can do something which could impact your life and others. So that's what I would say. That personally has helped me uh, progress in what I do right now as well. Mm. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really do, as I said, appreciate your time and for also sharing your story. We're going to put all the details at how you'll be able to get in contact with Raj below. Please check him out. As I said, he has an incredible story and we've only just really touched on a little bit of it today. Um, but if you are looking for somebody to really come in, motivate your staff, but also, you know, really help them if you want to change your career in the tech world, he is the person that you need to reach out. So thank you again, Raj, for joining me today. Thank you so much. It was so uh, it was a lot of fun having these conversations with you. And uh, one thing I also wanted to mention was uh, since we last talked, I uh, started writing a book on how to advance your career. So whatever strategies and different things which I we talked about, including actual strategies, I'm gonna uh, be putting in that book as well. And I uh, just started writing it. It's about advancing your career and finding your ideal job, being successful in it in it also being a rock star in it and it's all based on my experiences and approaches as well so hopefully yeah when that's out i'll let everyone know uh but yeah thanks again for the opportunity i love sharing my story and hopefully even if it inspired one of your listeners i or viewers i would be really really uh happy so Oh, thank you so much. And um, keep me updated about the book and we'll um, share it to um, all of our community as well once it's out there because I know that that's really going to help so many different people as well. Um, and, yeah, so thank you again. I want to thank everyone who has joined us for this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show. Um, I am your host, Christine Innes. Remember to live life to the fullest every day and to follow your passion. So love and light to everyone and we'll be back next week for our next episode. <laughs>